Hello and welcome back to Reading of the Beers, where we chat about and discuss all sorts of movies. My name is Gary O'Brien, and with me as always for the monthly movie awards, it's my co-host David Scanlon, as we present our accolades to the films of July 2022. So stick around, we hope you enjoy. See, I was thinking, I honestly looked into this, I was trying to see how much it would cost to get July by Monday. Monday. <laughs> no, you could probably meet him in town. I'm telling probably you. give it to you. Yeah, I'd be like, here, Monday. Come here to me. Can you do a live a live version for yeah. us? Oh, Ladies and gentlemen, yeah. Monday. <laughs> okay, so, um, do you know the way, like, July is always seen as that month. It is seen as that month. In the middle of the year, all right? You're on your summer holidays. Yeah. Good weather. Mm-hmm. You know, you're in good mood. World Cup. Point, points on the canal. Yeah. Cans on the canal. Um, you're in a good mood. Everyone's everyone's in flying form. Yeah, but I feel like this is now the most depressing month of the it, year. Yeah, yeah. This was a bad month this for was, movies. If you if you've come here for joy and you know, turn it off now. Turn it off now. <laughs> if you've ever seen uh, Lemony Snicket's uh, series of unfortunate events yeah. where Jude Law's like, stop what you're listening, stop listening to this because it's mm. going to be sad. And um, that's what this podcast is because yeah. we've nothing good to say. Turn ah, there's, a, there's a little bit of a ray of there's light. There's one good fucking movie. This there's month. one little ray of light. Um, I can't wait to talk about it. I can't wait it. to talk about it because it's fantastic. Um, so hello, <laughs> if you're still here, wow. Um, thank you very much for 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 downloading and listening to the episode. So for anyone that might not be aware, this is where myself and David put ourselves through the torturous task of watching a load of movies that come out in a month and then giving it awards. And the awards we tend to have are um, movie of the month, self-explanatory. Uh, Poovy of the month, which is the worst movie of the month. Uh, we have something called the Hidden Gem Award, which is for like, probably like, a, a really good movie that not many people might have heard of. Um, and then we have Blatant Muck, which is the opposite of that, where it's like a movie that everyone knows about and it fails on many levels and it's just wasted its potential. The Eamon Dunphy Award. The Eamon Dunphy Award. Eamon, thanks for listening. <laughs> and then we also have Best Actor. So that's our, um, the Pierce Brosnan Award for Excellence in Acting. And then we have our Worst Actor, which is the Pierce Brosnan Award of Incompetence in Acting. So we hand those out. And the awards are decided by the Academy. Uh, the Academy is, uh, consists of two people, myself and David, in the event of the tiebreaker. Uh, we tend to go to a third party and anyone who's listened to the last few, there's been a few. I'm not going to list them all. Go listen to them. Get those downloads. Uh, but basically it used to be me and then this whole thing where I need to find someone else. So I think for this episode... We've gathered these minions. I, I was going to say a big robot I built. Nah, that'll go over people's heads, guys. Okay, right. I have 1,500 minions yeah. as producers. And we will we will talk to each their, one we'll individually. all of their votes. This podcast is going to be nine hours long. Mm. They don't know how to say yes or no. They just I, say banana. I think I know what's going to get best movie. <laughs> um, so yeah, so the movies we're talking about, we're talking about uh, Thor Love and Thunder, Minions, The Grey Man, and many other DC League of Super Pets. The, yeah. big, the big heavy hitters of the oh. month. Um, so if you want to jump around, if you haven't seen movies, um, there's time codes below. Um, but yeah, we're going to get we're gonna get into it. Um, what one shall we start with first? Oh, I guess one more thing. I do this thing where I'm about to start and then I remember I forget something. Yeah. Um, so at the end of every uh, movie, we tend to go to our peer review where we um, read out w- w- uh, a review of a movie someone has sent in so um be sure to do that for the next month because august is not good <laughs> and we need to know what people think um so yeah let's get let's get into it what, what, what we start with david we're starting with visible garbage is it uh blatant muck blatant muck sorry jeez aiming i'm sorry um we start with thor i feel like this is thor gonna love be the, and thunder yeah thor love and thunder the biggest movie probably of the year in terms of like Expectations. Expectations. Excitement. Yeah. Um, Rocks. So Lightning. 
this is the story of Thor. We all know who Thor is, part of the Avengers. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has joined the Guardians of the Galaxy, um, and he's just going on different adventures. But, you know, he's not happy with life. Yeah. He hasn't found that thing that he wants to just hold on to. Another hammer. Yeah. Um, but then we also meet uh, Gore, mm-hmm. who um, isn't happy with religion. Yeah. And the gods of said religions. Mm-hmm. And he's been going around uh, god butchering. Yeah. So it's a head-to-head between God, Gore the god butcher and Thor the... The god boy. God of thunder. Yeah. I also forgot last... If anyone listened to last month's episode, I had a fun name for this movie. I don't feel like saying it. I don't feel like saying it. Didn't earn it. Didn't earn it. I have another one if you want me to read it. Yeah. Thor 4, what a bore galore. That'll make you snore. A chore of an eyesore that will have you out the door and want no more. Therefore, best ignore. <laughs> How many goes at the end? Uh, uh, five hours. <laughs> I called it to work. Encyclopedia that day. Um, do you know what? I think we're done. I think yeah. that I think that tells you everything you need to know. Yeah, okay. So, like, I put up a thing on the Instagram of, I guess, my review, and a lot of people kind of was like, what? This is it was It was long, Gary. Your, was your long. review was long. Yeah, I didn't have a good time with it. Yeah. Um, look, like you said, I think with this movie, there was just so many expectations going in. Thor Ragnarok by the same director, Taika yeah. Waititi, was a nice breath of fresh air. Yeah. And then this slowly choked me to death yeah <laughs> took all the air out of me yeah i think like with with Thor Ragnarok it was a perfect balance between something that was kind of um there was the nice bit of action nice bit of comedy uh there was a good bit of heart to it and stuff whereas this i feel like just went right over the edge with a lot of jokes a lot of jokes yeah. it was way and like i i i enjoy it. <laughs> the ghost of tiger yeah. chidi is in the room um I enjoy a comedy, but like I feel like this was too silly. Yeah, I just feel like if you're making a comedy movie, don't have a character called Gore the God Butcher yeah, yeah. because that just ruins the tone. Yeah, um, and like I, I, I feel like this. I don't know if it should have been taken out of the hands of Taika Waititi, but I definitely feel like there should have been some sort of rain put on him to say yeah. like you know. It can be silly, but like just have a story yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, and have because... some sort of like yeah, have some sort of you know, constant path that the characters are going on rather than just jumping from one place to the next. Yeah, and like that's kind of what this movie felt like. It was like, here's a scene and the characters will make jokes and then they go to the next bit and it's just very, it just felt very, the pacing was way off, I mm. felt. Mm. Um, but it tries to tell two stories. One, which is kind of mentioned, Gore the God Butcher, where this guy is like, I don't like these gods anymore. I'm going to go around yeah. and kill them all. And then the other one is the is the um, storyline of um, Jane Foster. Oh, I didn't know if we were going to... You're well, she's Thor. Around. You see in the trailer, oh, yeah, she's yeah, Thor. Fair, yeah. okay, um, and uh, so she's Thor, but there's like, you don't really know why she's Thor or how she became Thor. So yeah. it's a bit of a mystery, but it's them kind of working together to kind of take down uh, Gore. But that's a storyline that's in the comics. And I don't like to be one of these guys who's like, well, actually in the comics, you know, I don't like to be that. Yeah. Except when I do like to be like that. <laughs> but, uh, but, th- but what happened, I felt, was they tried to tell these two stories and didn't give enough attention to either. Yeah, and it yeah. felt very... Um, just uh, jarringly split yeah. and I think another thing that disappointed me about this movie was how much the other like Thor Ragnarok and Avengers Endgame had set up for this movie yeah. um, and I don't think this is t- too much of a spoiler to say but like you know like you said he's with the Guardians they're not in it for that long yeah, it's, a, they, it's like a segment it's like a, a pre yeah scene That's yeah like it, it feels like, like a James Bond you know just before yeah, the credits roll yeah, yeah. And then, jeez, uh, I would have loved to watch a James Bond movie instead of this. Yeah. Um, that's going to be another thing I do in this episode. <laughs> We're going to come back should, to that. What you should watch instead of this yeah, movie. Yeah. Um, and the, the other thing is, um, the whole new Asgard thing that was set up in Avengers Endgame, that seemed kind of interesting as well. Yeah. Barely explored. And even the character of Valkyrie, I was kind of a bit let down by. Yeah. Nothing to do with Te- Tessa Thompson. I just yeah. felt what she was given to do given was not a lot. Yeah. And, and there was a thing in 
not too much of a spoiler but like she's a gay character and there was a whole thing about Tessa Thompson came out and was like oh she's gonna find love in this episode in this movie and then she came out a few weeks uh, a couple of months or years later or whatever however long it took to make this movie and she was like yeah there might not be time for that so you might not see it I'm yeah. just like why you win it then and I felt like the, the, the Thor is kind of buddied up with, with Natalie Portman's and Jane Foster and then Valkyrie's just there as well. Yeah, Korg as well. Like, yeah, they, they, they have a team, but like it's, you don't need you're it. Not, you're not given any time with the other characters to make it like worthwhile to yeah. have a team. Um, in in my opinion, I don't know how you felt about uh, Christian Bale, but I thought like he did a good job at what he was given. Mm-hmm. But like I, I could have used a montage or some sort of scene of him like ripping through some guys. Yeah, and that's not too much of a spoiler either. Yeah, go with the God Butcher, and you don't see a lot of butchering. Yeah. And I can understand, it maybe in one sense they're trying to make this more for families, or whatever. Fuck but like, off. You have a character called Gore, yeah, the, God Gore the God Butcher. It's like, it just makes It's like no even in Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, you saw the kid, the child snatcher, yeah. snatch a few childs. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then the other thing I have to point out is the, uh, the Gore the God Butcher makes creatures in this, so these kind of dark, shadowy creatures horrendous yeah like but did you, for, see, did you see i i know yeah. i know what they said they, they like, were like no oh excuse. they were drawn by the kids of the a director and actor i'm like that just seems like you're scapegoating your yeah, children that's no excuse you're a, a billion dollar company yeah that costs yeah. 180 million dollars yeah, to make i know um, um so yeah, yeah just overall hugely disappointing like, yeah. i said it, i sent you a, a voice note after and i was just hugely disappointed yeah um, and again like i just felt like Taika Waititi, it just felt like he was just making it because he had to make it. I yeah. feel I don't know, I don't know. Who am I to say? I don't know what yeah. I say about this shit. But I'm just saying, and again, this is another argument where it's kind of like, yeah, but it's these are movies are made for kids. I'm like, I'm aware, but you know so much of your fan base is not a kid. kid anymore, like, yeah. And also, who the fuck do you think is buying those like $500 statue yeah. shit, like collectible shit? Like, yeah. understand your audience. And I just think this is so, like, so childish and just a weird tone for the franchise the way they were kind of building it yeah. I just thought this was weird it's just I think I, I can't remember was it Jeremy Jones or Grace Randolph where it's just like everyone wants to be Paul Rudd's Ant-Man yeah and everyone's everyone wants to be Paul Rudd yeah um, that's exactly it yeah. and there was also a weird joke about like Thor's hammer being jealous yeah that is, as you actually I don't know if you put this in your review but it, it felt like an SNL sketch most of yeah. the time like, Thor, just, Thor's character development from yeah. the first movie like just if you look at the first movie and the fourth movie completely different Thors and even the Thor in Endgame and Infinity War that's a badass this guy's a fucking moron yeah I wouldn't be surprised if within the next few years they reckon this to something like this was Party Thor but that's what what I said to you like if this was Party Thor from the What If series yeah makes so much sense but I understand they want to use Chris Chris Hemsworth Hemsworth is a very funny guy he's really really funny but I just felt like him applying that to this character just feels very jarring yeah yeah ah like it's just yeah it's just like for me the main thing about this is number one it's hugely disappointing but number two i think like the fixes seem quite easy to make it's it's not like it doesn't seem complicated to fix this movie in my yeah just add more russell crowe (laughs) are we we, we gonna get i'm just just gonna briefly mention how when i watched the trailers i was kind of like i don't know how i feel about this russell crowe guy and he's probably my favourite part of the movie just because he is super silly but uh, I don't know it why it kind of calls for it doesn't it, it? kind of calls for it because the type of character he's playing mm. because uh, yeah I don't, I don't want to spoil the movie too much in case some people want to go watch it um, it's on Disney Plus it's on I'm Disney sure. Plus have fun yeah. hate yourself yeah <laughs> um, but yeah I this is this is up for visible garbage I think because of like you know like you said how disappointing yeah. uh, it was with expectations waste of Christian Bale yeah can't believe this is his first superhero like, movie after it's, The I Dark Knight know, know, yeah. Rises uh, I'm trying to see if there's anything else in my reviews I mentioned just I was very angry when I wrote this yeah 
you can, yeah you go through like a lot of emotions yeah you can see where I just start crying <laughs> I just like weird I wrote sob 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 yeah I, I, I think the main thing is the people will take away from this is how how uh, weak it is compared to Thor Ragnarok yeah like, and I think that's the movie you should watch yeah, instead just, just watch that watch, instead, yeah. what, like you are well better off watching Thor Ragnarok yeah. again yeah um, the peer review actually comes in from Owen and he gave it two stars and he said a good kids movie very corny with too many jokes comedy was okay but it never nailed the emotions of the movie Thor once again starting from scratch with his character development it was definitely okay classic new Marvel yeah and I feel like I enjoy Marvel as much as anyone but last few last few films or last few series have just yeah. not hit it for me and I don't know whether it's I'd say a lot of it is to do with just the overuse of content like they're just sticking out so much yeah in such short period of time and i feel like some of it is due to covid like they're just trying to get everything out that they kind of built up over that time but they need to just rein it back a bit yeah. like and just create just go back to what you're doing like yeah. you were doing so many good things like and you know every, every once in a while something didn't hit like with a maybe an ant-man or something like that like where people didn't like universally enjoy it but yeah. like every so often you get a thor ragnarok you get yeah. Winter Soldier Infinity War Black Panther Pla- I mean and like you've become something so huge I feel like it's that thing of the snake eating its own tail well, my, my other thing as well like if this was DC everyone would be like oh, jumping on yeah. it just calling it shit and like review bombing it yeah. you know what I mean people are getting very you know like defensive of Marvel yeah um, but yeah I think we should move on yeah we should okay what other thing are we going to moan about the grey man oh, are we moving straight on to the grey man, gray man oh, lovely so the grey man is a Netflix movie that costs 200 million dollars it's got it's directed by the Russo brothers who did Avengers Endgame it's got Chris Evans it's got Ryan Gosling it's got Anna de Armas it's got Roger Jean Page from Bridgerton and it is all about have you ever seen one of those movies where a guy works for a shady government agency and then the government agency betray him and he has to go rogue and take down an individual in a rogue in the in the government agency um, that's this movie um, you've probably seen it before but this has different actors in it um, this was I was very disappointed by this well and I yeah. thought look I, I know again I said this might have been good and it wasn't but, but I can definitely see where you're coming from like how do you get Ryan Gosling to sign up multi-picture deal like, he's never signed yeah, a multi-picture deal in incredible. his life and he waited for this Anna de Armas is probably like in the form of her life when you consider like Knives Out and James, James Bond. Bond like she's two completely different characters yeah. but absolutely smashed both and she's playing Mil- uh, not, uh, what's her face uh, Marilyn Monroe now Marilyn Monroe yeah again in a Netflix movie um, so yeah you, I can absolutely understand but the thing for me with this is like Netflix movies I always have mm. this thing in the back of my head about Netflix movies and every so often they prove me wrong with something that you know is is just you know brilliant or whatever it might be something you know kind of surprising but with things like this I'm like this is like Extraction yeah it's like um, Red Notice Red, it's all Six those, Underground yeah all those different action movies and like do you know what? They're, prob- they're probably a fun time for someone, you know, yeah. if they're just sticking on the background, but nothing more than that. And it's it's such a waste of talent. Um, but they don't care. They get paid a shit ton of cash get, for it. Yeah, exactly. And it'll boost their numbers. Yeah, you know? and they all seem to have a lot of fun. Like, Chris Evans seems to be having a great time yeah. this. Um, yeah. I think, and, and Anna de Armas, I think, once again, just shows, like, just give her her own thing. I know she's playing, she's in the John Wick spin-off, Ballerina, yeah. which I'm very excited for. Um, and as I said on the No Time to Die podcast, would love to see her character, oh, yeah. um, you know, spin off from that and do her yeah. own thing as well. So, you know, it's it's great to kind of, once again, display her talents. Yeah. Um, but, like, Ryan Gosling, like, I love Ryan Gosling. What's he doing in this? Yeah, and I, I said this to you. Like, Ryan Gosling is good in that kind of role where he's kind of stoic and stuff when things are happening around him. Yeah. But, like, 
I feel like he because he's the center of everything in this. It's just it's just everything falls flat. Yeah. Um, the action in this is so like I, I don't know if it's the CGI. It's it's a lot of it is the CGI, CGI because yeah. there is a there's a scene where they're falling from a plane and it's really rubbery and really bad yeah. and and it just made me when I was watching it at home I was like thank God I'm not seeing this on a cinema because yeah. it would haunt me. Yeah. Um, but like. It's yeah, it kind of looked like those rubber men, you know, it, yeah. like, just like flying through the air. Yeah. And like some of the action is kind of cool, but I expect, and I know maybe this is maybe me just being like movie snob, but I expect more than kind of cool from the Russo brothers. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. Like the guys that brought you Winter Soldier. Yeah, yeah. I expect more than geez, yeah. that's good. But again, if this movie was directed by I don't know the. Um, Michael Bay or the, not, not, like I'm trying to think of like the guy who did Snake Eyes, yeah. and it's got um. I don't know, the guy from uh, the Reacher show on Amazon Prime. Yeah. If it's got like all those like level yeah. of talent in it, I'm like, you know what, that's really fun. Yeah. But it's it's just because of the talent involved yeah. and the product it produced. Yeah. It's a it's a fun time, but I just remember watching it being like, What is this? Yeah. Um and the story is fun. Like it's, it's based so on generic. a book. Like so but I don't know when that book came out, but like yeah. it must have come out before all the other movies came yeah, out. Yeah, exactly. Um, and the one person I do want to tear apart in this is your man yes. Regé Jean Yes, um, join me in my hatred, David. So the thing, like I hadn't seen Bridgerton, but I'd heard great things about him. He's he's alright in Bridgerton. Yeah, and I'd heard he was you know the big name for for the next James Bond. But after seeing this, I'm like, no, yeah. please get, get him back. as far away from James Bond as possible. Get back in your box because um, we're supposed to believe that he is this kind of puppeteer. He's been kind of controlling everyone to do these kind of things through the CIA. And like one thing goes wrong, and he literally loses his mind. He throws like he a throws like a cup at yeah. a window or something, and he's always smacking the table. Yeah, I'm like, lad, you're supposed to be some sort of mastermind. Yeah. But that's this is what I said to you afterwards. I was like, I feel like he's the son of the master. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah. We're gonna find like, out in the next movie that yeah. it was his dad because he feels like such a spoiled brat. Yeah, it's just, he's not he's not menacing. He had no. And again, yeah. what do I know about acting? But all I know is I didn't like it, so this is why I'm saying it. Yeah. And that, like, I was just like, what? Like, well, he had no charisma to it. No, like, like, at least I think Chris Evans brought a little bit of but charisma that's Chris to Evans. it. Like, that I just know. showed Chris Evans, even with a poor, a very poor script, in yeah. my opinion. And um, Chris Evans could fall back on being charismatic. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because even some of the dialogue is awful. Yeah. But like, just even like, he's like, what happened to you? It's like, I got shot in the ass. <laughs> What's it look like? That like line yeah. could have come across as very cheesy, but Chris Evans carries yeah. it. But I think Regé Jean Page just showed that like he is nothing without it. He brings nothing to the table. Yeah. And like James Bond, like, he's been discussed for Jake. Oh, yeah. My God, cast him as odd job. Step, step, <laughs> aside, step aside, son, and, and roll out the carpet for Daryl McCormick. Daryl McCormick. Yeah. yeah. Um, actually, another person I wanted to mention about this um, who was quite good was I, I want to make sure he's Danush. Yeah. Yeah. So he's a really big. Um, Starring Indian, Indian filmmaking, yeah. and apparently, like he was used to drive a lot of the publicity yeah. over there for this movie. He's great. Yeah, oh, I really had a fun time yeah. with this character. You could definitely see him being like a. Um, I'd love to see him in John Wick. Yeah, I'd love to see him as like a Mission Impossible villain. Yeah, like, yeah. but even like if uh, I, I see, I don't know because he wasn't really like acting to like in terms of he yeah. didn't have much dialogue. So I don't know if he could. He hold was just the thing. kind of the action action stunt. But guy, like, yeah. would love to see him in something else. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think it's really, and that's what I love about these Netflix movies sometimes, where they are able to bring these kind of. Because these are for such a global audience. Yeah. And I think that's also why the script could be poor because they're like, we're going to have to dub it or we're going to have, yeah. like, you, you don't want to have to spend too much money yeah. on it. But the fact that we can get all of these glimpses for international talent, that's kind of cool. Yeah. But. And it would, like, to be fair, it is an international um, cast and crew and whatever. But again, you're spending 200 million. 
Two hundred million. You have no dollars. excuses. You could have made four of the nice guys. Yeah, exactly. We were saying this. What what would we have made with those with that money? Oh my god, would have made the nice guys oh. two, the other guys two, two yeah. Sherlock Holmes, Holmes three. three. <laughs> what else did we say? We said something else. Just load of two, bo- two, bo- two, two boys two having a good time. <laughs> yeah. um, Men in Black Four, why not? They've already made that. Do you know the one with Chris Hemsworth? Oh, jeez, they did. <laughs> Fucking and Tessa Thompson. Wow, yeah. Oh god. Bring back Liam Neeson and that. Yeah. Do you ever, do you ever, I don't know, spoiler for Men in Black International. Do you ever watch that and thinking, yeah, Liam Neeson's the bad guy? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Um, anything else to say on this? No, look, I know we sound very kind of. Um, We've good things to say about other, another yeah. movie. Oh, just you wait. Just you wait. <laughs> I know we're kind of whining early on, but we, you know, you, you just stick in there. I know we're only but, 20 minutes in. But like, also, please, please reach out and let me know if you like this movie. Yeah. Because I'd yeah. love to know why. Yeah. Um, what was it that stuck out to you? And, yeah. Um, I, Joe, I, like, the, the only thing, one of the things I did like about it was uh, when they were going around different places. Not that I liked that because I felt like that was The just fact that they jumped from country to country, country every five country. seconds. Yeah, but it actually, they got the countries where I was, where I've been. Yeah. I was like, oh, I've been to Prague. Been to I know, Prague, I know yes. where that square is. Yeah. <laughs> I've like, seen that bridge. Yeah. Charles's Bridge. Charles' Bridge. <laughs> I think it's Charles' Bridge. Yeah, it is, yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. The name Charles is fun. We'll get back to that a little later on. Um, but... But yeah, it just took away from any yeah. kind of um, rhythm of the movie. Yeah. Um, so I'll do my... Oh, movie you should watch instead? To pick a Bourne movie. Pick a, pick a movie. Mission Impossible. Mission or Impossible a James Fallout. Bond. Or yeah. uh, No Time to Die. Yeah. Uh, the peer review comes from my mother. Oh, nice. <laughs> because I got this text. Uh, so I, she told me she was watching it on Friday and I was watching it on Friday. So I was like, don't, don't text me when you're finished. I want to like watch it first. And at half ten in the morning, um, I got this text from my mother. Hi, Gary. Five stars. Loved the grey man. It was everything Bond isn't. <laughs> so not only did she like, you know, say that grey man was good, which I thought was outrageous. Yeah. She then decided to go after one of the things I love most and say, yeah. Like, yeah. So I found out you can emancipate from your parents <laughs> at the age of 27. Oh, it is possible. Yeah. yeah. It's great. Also, I have many different ways to be able to put her into a home because she's not well. Oh, poor thing. I know. Um, so she and this that. is this is only the first sign, Gary. This is the first sign. This is, I mean, you got to catch it early. <laughs> the doctor got to watch it. She liked the green man. Oh, it's a very bad sign. <laughs> imagine, imagine me in a white coat. You, yeah. your you go off and get a degree. Yeah. We'll work in a hospital. Um, it's all a bit. It's all a bit. Get over it, ma'am. It's a bit. <laughs> right. Should we move on? So for Blake and Muck Award. Oh, that's between those two? I think oh, so. Geez. Yeah, it's a great man. It has to be the great man. Uh, and it's got, it's got so much publicity. Yeah. Like, I always think Netflix have really stopped, pub, like, like running, like, ads on, like, buses and, like, billboards yeah. and stuff like that. But it's been all over the internet. Yeah. Um, it's been all over my YouTube. It's been all over my YouTube, yeah. Um, right. Well, well done, the great man. Yeah, Congratulations. Uh, who would we get to accept this? Regé jean Yeah, yeah, come here, mate. Actually, no, he might get an award later on. <laughs> he might get an award later <laughs> yeah. on. Uh, give it to Anna de Armas. Anna de Armas, yeah. yeah, you can come over. Yeah, come on. <laughs> um, Next award, Gary. Next award. So that was our Visible Garbage and... Um, oh, yeah, so, uh, sorry. Well, actually, we can... You just mentioned there that, um, you know, he might get another award, so we might... Oh, we're going gone. straight into it. I think we go straight into it. Yeah. I think we're stacked there. Award nominee is Regé Jean Page. Yeah. Um, for sure. And then I don't really have any others. I have Thor, Love and Thunder, but for I don't know which character. I just feel like someone <laughs> that pissed me off. Someone deserves... Somebody pissed me off. Yeah. Um, Taika Waititi? Yeah, he felt like he was phoning it in a bit. Yeah. 
Um, no. uh, but again I think he's put himself too much in that movie yeah. like, he, like there was he enough Korg in Ragnarok yeah, that yeah. In, you enjoyed it but he wasn't annoying whereas with this um, oh I don't like to give the kids though ah oh, none of the kids are bad like they were no, the, the, the Heimdall kid oh, he was fine like. yeah yeah I think it's the... you know, there's a lot of people making a big deal of you know Heimdall's kid does that thing the weird where, head thing head thing yeah what do you think about that, that I think kind of went over my head like I was kind of like that. Nah, it was just bad. It was just like, all right, this is a thing now. Yeah. Cool. That was so stupid. And then the bit at the end, I won't ruin it, but the thing with the kids, yeah. that was fuck it. That was one of the most, I remember like, just being like, I'm out. Tapping out. <laughs> Tapping out. Um, but the, the one beside me was loving it. Yeah, there was and a girl it, behind me who just and I had, I had more disdain for the movie because of how much she was enjoying yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, Regé Jean Page. Are we saying her? Oh, double, Jesus. Double, 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 double gazzies. Yeah, congratulations. Double gazzies. Oh my God, well done. They might get a third one. <laughs> um, right, what we talk, well, okay, those are the worst actors. Let's get yeah. on to some best actors. Let's get, some, let's get a bit positive let's here. Let's get positive here. Uh, one nominee for me. Yeah. It's going to be Russell Crowe for Thor Love and Thunder. Okay, yeah. I don't know why. It's just he was silly. So silly. And I think it was because. He was getting you in that Grease mood, Gary. He's getting in that Grease mood. <laughs> he was doing a weird Greek accent and I was all there for it. And I think it's because. Russell Crowe comes across as quite a serious guy and there's that whole South Park thing about him fighting people. Yeah. And I feel like if someone said a bad joke about him, he'd like knock him out. That's kind of his character in The Nice Guys. Yeah. But like, just to see him go, f- like just just to be a bit silly and I know this sounds stupid, but to even kind of, I don't like to mention it too much, but it's like, even to use his kind of weight as like, yeah. kind of plays into the type yeah. of character he is. He's playing Zeus. Yeah. Um, I was kind of like, that That kind of plays into it a bit. Um, so I was just like, you know what? Happy enough. I want to call it out. It was a good performance. Yeah. I'll lock it in as a nominee um, another nominee I think I'm going to have to give it to uh, Daisy Edgar Jones in a movie called Where the Crawdads Sing mm. Crawdads so, are a bird Gary are they? I think it's a bird isn't it's it? it's a type of lobster actually oh is it? yeah I had a bit about it <laughs> oh I thought it was a bird let me just look at this very quickly no I, I must be wrong because I you just know what assumed. let's not look into it <laughs> let's just let's just say it's a bird lobster it's a lobster that can it's a lobster <laughs> Um, no, so this is a book that a book adaptation. Um, it is about a girl who is sort of abandoned by her family um, and left in kind of living a house in a house in um, a swamp and a marsh in. Um... <laughs> it is a lobster. It is a lobster. Um, yeah. What state was it? South South Carolina, North Carolina, yeah. one of the Carolinas. Somewhere with a swamp. Yeah, I think it was a Carolina. I'll look into this. You can. But um, she's kind of shunned from society for living kind of this life in in, in the marsh. Um, and so we kind of go through her life. Um, but <laughs> but uh, the main kind of climax of the movie is a kind of, I would just say a high, say- high roller in society or kind of a important person in society is killed. Is that's murdered. the climax. That's like the... Yeah, but see, like, yeah, 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 I understand. Um, is killed and she is assumed as the murderer. And so we're going through a trial where she is put in front of her peers in the town and we're they're trying to uh, figure out who killed this person. But um, yeah, I, like first thing what I will say is everything in this movie is actually really done, really good quality. Yeah. Um, just wonky CGI birds. Oh yeah, like I, yeah, I, no, this is the type of movie where yeah, I'm like, yeah. I, I, I let that pass. Whatever. Yeah. yeah, even the leaf scene that was a bit stupid. The leaf. Oh, they have so much shock with the leaf. Um, scene. Like I think everything in this, like objectively, was very good. Just 
personally I don't think I enjoyed it as much as maybe some people would yeah um, certainly people who uh, read the book obviously will enjoy this a little bit more um, but I can absolutely agree like the all the acting is quite good in this movie there's maybe a couple of standout moments where you're like ooh it's a little bit yeah. kind of um, silly or stupid um, but I, I think everyone does a good job I think Daisy Edgar Jones is probably a standout but again I think the movie is definitely on her shoulders yeah. um, the couple of uh, on her claws please we'll use the lobster jokes exactly yeah. <laughs> um, the character she interacts with is certainly the um, Chase the lawyer no oh yes him I thought he was really really good yeah, kind he... of got, brought a lot of humanity to it he yeah. has a really good monologue towards the end who uh, he kind of encapsulates the whole kind of um meaning of the movie and yeah. what kind of uh what was important to um the characters so yeah look i i can absolutely understand why people would enjoy this but personally i probably just have a, a rung below where probably most people would yeah and i think rate this yeah and i think i think for me it was just like it reminded me of a, a, a bit remember we saw a movie called just mercy uh, last yeah, year and it was yeah. kind of like solid just yeah. really solid but again i think i think for me it was some of the so how the movie split um, where it's like these flashbacks to like getting to know her seeing growing up and the life she's had and then also cutting forward to the trial but like some of the flashbacks was like but what about this murder you told me about like I kind of want to go back to that and I'm yeah. seeing her fall in love exactly yeah. but I feel like again like that's maybe something that's probably woven in the book a bit better yeah well, that's, that's the thing. I think, uh, personally, I would have loved to have seen more of an investigation and more yeah. of the court case. Yeah. I think just that was, because that was seemed a lot more interesting than what we got to see. Yeah. Again. But that's what we, yeah. Yeah. Big medley men. We don't yeah. care if we fall in love. We, 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 we like death. We want to see some crawdads. For forensics. <laughs> I didn't, not once did someone uh, walk into a crime scene with a pair of aviators mm. on and be like... Witty comment <laughs> takes off sunglasses. It was also funny. I watched this around the time of uh, Stranger Things, and the da from Stranger Things, you know, Mike's da, yeah, is the doctor in this. Oh, so he is, yeah. Yeah, that was weird. I that was, was like, weird, that's yeah. not Mike's da. <laughs> what do? He's meant to be in there. He's meant to be in that couch watching TV. Yeah, where's that? Uh, where, where, what's the name of the place in Stranger Things? It is Hawkins. Hawkins. Also, this movie's in North Carolina. Yeah, You're North Carolina. Uh, I said North Carolina. You said North and South Carolina. I said the Carolinas. Oh, and then I, I did settled on North Carolina. Um, yeah, and I think another thing for me with this movie, yeah, I, I just I, I do want to stress like Daisy Edgar Jones post Normal People with This and Fresh, two very very mm. solid movies back yeah. to back. And um, so I'm interested to see what she does next. Yeah, she was very unfortunate. COVID I think came at the wrong time for her. She yeah. had a lot of stuff on the shelf there, and it kind of um, delayed her her rise. But she's yeah. definitely hitting it now. Yeah. And I don't know if it's because we're from Ireland, but like I just got a lot of shit about Paul Mescal like everywhere. Do you remember Paul Mescal would do something and everyone's like losing their minds? Remember we went to the shops in a pair of shorts and that was all over like... Do that all the time. What? Yeah, <laughs> I do that. Nobody, nobody talks about that. Um, but I felt like nobody really talked about Daisy Edgar Jones yeah. from, from Ireland anyway. But when you look at what the two have gone on to do after, like Paul Mescal was in a Rolling Stones music video. And, and The he, Lost Order. And The Lost Order playing Paul Mescal. So just the fact that I've seen her do three kind of different roles yeah. I'm kind of, you know, post-normal people, I think she's probably on the up. But who knows what he's doing next? Maybe he... He's going to play a game match and everyone will lose their mind or maybe he'll drink a can on the canal and everyone will be like, isn't he cool? He's one of us. I don't like Paul Mescal, David. <laughs> you can tell. Um, so, um, what else about this movie? Is it because he's from Kildare? No, I'm nothing against him. I think it's because I know someone who's also an actor and in the Lear and everyone in the Lear talks about Paul Mescal and it's like, calm down. Yeah. So, and you know me, whenever someone, everyone is on yeah, a thing. Yeah, it's a Sam Fender effect. Every, every time no, someone says nobody loves Sam Fender as much as you everyone loves Sam no. Fender if you don't like Sam Fender please let me know please 
And, and there are dozens of us, David. Um, oh, movie you should watch instead. Just Mercy. Just Mercy, yeah. Yeah, that's a good movie. Uh, the director of that is doing something. Yeah, there was a lot more heart behind Just Mercy. Yeah, I, no, it was, a, it, was a, it was just, I was just trying to think of a recent, like, yeah. wrongly convicted, convicted yeah. like, crime thing. Yeah. Um, that was really good. Who directed that? Someone, was it Was it the guy who did um, Shang-Chi? No. Could it, was it? it? Maybe it is, actually. I think I saw his name recently. He's there it is to, the guy who did Shang-Chi. He's there to do the Avengers. Yeah, the Kang Dynasty. Don't know how I feel about that. Um, we'll but, see. Uh, our Lord and Savior Grace Randolph is making a point that was like, who else do they get? Because they need someone like tomorrow yeah. to start this. Yeah. Um, and the reason why he's not doing the next one is because they're both coming out in the same year. And yeah. you know when a director finishes a shoot, they need to go into like the editing booth, the visual effects, yeah. and he won't have time to do that. And so it's interesting. It's a pointless fact for you. Yeah. Um, the peer review comes from someone who read the book, Kira. She gave it four stars. She says, it was exactly what I was expecting from the book. Daisy Edgar-Jones was fantastic as Kay. Uh, I forgot her name was Kay. Kaya. Uh, Kaya. Well, she has Kay written here. Maybe it's a nickname. Who knows? Uh, with good interactions with the characters, some details were omitted, which isn't surprising. The movie is good, but the book is better. I told you about that. What? The bit that was omitted. Oh, yeah, that was weird. I don't want to talk about don't it. Don't want to talk about it. Don't talk about it. Also, not my, uh, someone cooked, cuts a cake weird in this movie, and it hurts me. And then also someone's... Doesn't want to cut the name, Gary. Yeah, but you can just cut it in a different part. And there's another bit where... This guy's like, oh, my mom's dead. And then, you know, I just I don't care what's point. This better better the movie. Yeah. And then someone's like, oh, my mom's dead. And then she's like, look at the magical leaves. And they go dance in the leaves. And then they're like, I love you. Will you be my girlfriend? And he's like, yes. And I'm like, 30 seconds ago, you were crying about your dead mother. And now you're in love. I'm sure it's... it's that is life, eh? I'm sure it's told in a more kind of... Yeah, yeah. probably like one to two chapters two between chapters, them as a yeah. book. Fuck me, that was rough. I remember just laughing. Everyone was crying. That was another movie where a lot of people were crying. Really? Yes. What's what screen were you in? Screen four. No, screen eight. Screen eight. Yeah. A lot of we women. Were in eight. We were in eight as well. And I, I don't mean that in a bad way, but like usually when we go to cinema, it's a lot of dudes. Yeah. A lot of guys. A lot, lot of, of women, which was kind of which was good to see to see them yeah. all come out for like a movie. But also, this got thirty four percent Rotten Tomatoes. Did it? Yeah. I didn't know that. I thought that was very harsh. Harsh, yeah. Jesus. Yeah, I, but I could see why, again, people wouldn't like it, but I felt that was very, very harsh. Mm. Um, right, another... So, Daisy Edgar-Jones nominated for yeah. Best Actor. Yeah. Pierce Brosnan Award for Lexington and Acting. Um, the she movie, should be honoured. She should be honoured. Uh, movie that we literally just saw two hours ago. Oh, yes. Uh, DC League of Super Pets. Oh, we're, we're talking about this now? Yeah, well, I'm just going to mention the actor in it. Okay, yeah. Or do you want me to talk about no, it later? No, no, I, I, absolutely. Uh, these are all the good movies of the month, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Enjoy. Uh, DC League of Super Pets. I expected nothing from this. I literally just went to go see this so we had something good to talk about or something to talk about because yeah. I wanted to make comparisons to DC and whatnot. Yeah. But um, it's exactly what you expect. It is Superman's dog is, isn't Super Dog and he's big friends with Superman and Superman's falling for Lois and... Crypto is the name of the super dog. And he's like, oh, where's my place in life if Superman's not going to be my friend and pal anymore? And then there's an orange kryptonite crystal that gives other pets superpowers. And one of those pets kidnaps Superman. And it's up to Crypto to save the day with other super pets. And I was just was thinking to myself, this looks awful because the, I just wasn't going to have a good time. But it's actually quite funny. Yeah. It's, it's... I wouldn't watch it in the cinema. Perfectly. Watch it on a plane. Ah, lad. I think, I think it's a good time. Good time. 
it helped that there was like a lot of kids laughing at every joke in the yeah. screen. But I think the the reason why I want to bring this up in this category is I'm hoping N- Natasha Lyonne. Yeah. Fucking incredible. Yeah. She is one of the f- like the voice cast overall is great. Kate McKinnon's in it. Like the, the voice cast is The Rock, Kevin Harris, John Krasinski, Keanu Reeves, uh, Vanessa Bayer, uh, Middleditch and Schwartz. Yeah. Uh, it is a stacked cast. Yeah. Really, really strong. Um, Voice, before, uh, voice performances which is actually something I'll come back to later on when we talk about another animated movie but I think for this everyone knocks it out of the park The Rock and Kevin Hart kind of just do their own shtick yeah. but I think Kate McKinnon really like yeah. hams it up I think that she, I don't know about her character just kind of falls off I find yeah second half didn't didn't do as much for me as as first half I think it was just more of the sh- kind of shock factor yeah uh, whereas like once once she kind of comes super powered she's more kind of yeah yeah, it's it less less of her kind of talking, more kind of action. Yeah, know, and but Natasha Leone plays yeah. like a speedy turtle or whatever the fuck. Yeah. I don't know what her name is. Merton, Morton, Morton, Morton. Yeah. Sure. Um, and she just has a lot of one lines that are fucking incredible, and like just actually laughing so moments. And yeah, I'm not gonna say any of them now, but like I would watch it just for that. Yeah. Um, but like as a story as well, it's it's a good decent story. Yeah. It's solid. It's like why I was kind of going to watch it as well was because like as someone who's interested in DC I wanted to see what they did with the characters of DC and I think they actually do a really good job of it yeah and there's some really cool bits in it and like you know they kind of have the Aquaman to look more like Jason Momoa yeah they do something cool with the Green Lantern character I don't remember seeing that in the ads no I never but seen that's that. cool like this is a load of cool it's just a cool movie that seems to have a lot of heart in it as well yeah I do like what DC are doing in terms of just having things separate yeah just like not even like trying to here is a it. good thing yeah don't try and relate it to the yeah. other things um so like in this universe there is alex luther there is a just justice league there's a, you know all these different things yeah. whatever um you know superman goes around with crypto to super dog just deal with it yeah like there's no explanation yeah. to anything too um, much. there's a dog with a fucking mustache yeah some people could get over it i didn't <laughs> i got up and screamed at the projectionist i was like focus focus this can't be right that dog has a mustache do you don't see those dogs though? Those dogs that look like they have beards. What? Has a fucking mustache, David? <laughs> There's dogs that look like they have. Do- see, there's the difference we're talking about, David. There's dogs that look like they have a mustache. This dog had a fucking they, groomed mustache. They could have animated it that way. Um, but no. No, David, this- we're not moving off this point. The dog had a mustache. Groomed. How'd that happen? I know it's an alien planet. It's super, super dog. I'm not happy about it. Um, but yeah so I want to nominate Natasha Lyonne because she actually made this movie for me yeah absolutely. and also she was I recently watched Russian Doll season 2 which actually wasn't a big it was, fi- it was fine I, I, I watched for season 1 I kind of felt like she was doing her usual shtick in it yeah but to see her shtick applied to this yeah big fan makes more sense yeah really yeah. really big fan of it yeah um, in terms of what you should watch instead um, I think it's worth a watch though. I think it's worth a watch but if you don't want to watch it go watch The Secret Life of Pets that's a good one it's better than this though, is it? I think I've so. Not, I've not seen it. you never seen it? No. Have I seen a movie about pets and you haven't? No, it's, it's just one that went over my head. It's 2016. 2016, yeah. Were you I was, wait? I was in Belgium. Oh, nice for some. Um, yeah, look, uh, yeah, it's definitely worth a watch. If you like superhero stuff, watch it. It's a fun time. I think it's a fun time with the family. Around 40 minutes, maybe, yeah. give or take. And the peer review, <laughs> I have two because one's a bit mean. Uh, one comes from Matt, one and a half stars, Wolf. <laughs> and then the other one comes from Anna it's three and a half stars and she goes the fact that all DC animated movies are a thousand times funnier than anything Marvel has ever done will never stop being amusing to me this is such a fun watch call, call Marvel out I know which this movie does a bit which I was a big mm, fan of Yeah. Um, so yeah definitely worth a watch give it a go um, but when it comes to acting there's only real, one movie 
I don't know if we're going to give it to this, but there's only one movie. There's one movie that stands out for acting, but also just stands out for the month. It's the absolute shining light of the dreary month that is July, and that is the movie Brian and Charles. (laughs) Take it away, dude! So, myself and Gary have gotten to a stage in our cinema watching where most things are quite generic to us. Mm. Um, Even things that should be surprising, just we can see it coming from a mile away. Um, it's like how we knew Liam Neeson was going to be the bad guy <laughs> Man on Black International like, that movie you forgot existed um, so like things that stand out to us are usually either something we've never seen before and or something all at once yeah or, or something or something that is so ridiculous like a Barbon Star go to visit them and so beyond belief like a, like a lighthouse like a lighthouse just you looking know, at a just... fucking lighthouse on the ocean just being like what is that <laughs> Um, and Brian and Charles is exactly that movie. Yeah. Um, the story behind this is we meet Brian, who is uh, an inventor. He lives in the Welsh Valleys. Um, he is a bit of a recluse, kind of keeps to himself, but he um, he just likes to invent things like um, fishnets that stick to your shoes so that if you know you're walking along something behind you you can catch it with your fishnets yeah <laughs> or I'm trying to think of another one he makes a so he makes a, a bike with a grandfather clock oh, on it yeah, so he can uh, with wings so he can fly and if the village if people in the village ever want to know what time it is they look up and see Brian and like oh quarter past two <laughs> uh, he also makes a bag with um, acorns on it oh with the pine cones pine cones yeah, sorry, pine yeah. bag um, it's just a bag with pine cones. No, the, no yeah, reason for and it. And then he makes an egg belt. Yeah, belt yeah. for eggs. Yeah, weird, quirky man. So we're we're dealing with an eccentric here. Yeah, uh, um, a genius. But Brian decides he's going to make a robot uh, with a washing machine and mannequin head. A mannequin head. Uh, those are the two big ones. Um, and so on a stormy night, he comes home and Charles has been created. And we're introduced to one of cinema's greatest ever characters. I might be doing this a little bit of a disservice. Charles Pachescu is his full name. Yeah. It's like, I, I don't even want to say too much about this movie. No. Because like, at the end of the day, we should have changed all of the, like, what you should watch and said to Brian and Charles. Watch Brian and right, Charles. Just watch Brian just and Charles. Just go fucking find, find it, it and watch it. <laughs> yeah. It's just really fun. It's silly time. It's a 90 minute movie. Yeah. It was it was, it was was originally a 12 minute short, which is actually on YouTube, but I would recommend go watch the movie. Yeah. Um, and it's just, it's, and like when I say robot, like when we say robot, it's not a like, it's not an iRobot. Yeah. It's not a, um, an Arnold Schwarzenegger in yeah. Terminator. It's not a, it's not a socks from Lightyear. Yeah. This is like a clunky, yeah. like chunky robot that is just. Um, it's ridiculous. It's looking. so it stupid looking. So, <laughs> it's so his tummy is a washing machine. Yeah, like it's so um, funny. But yeah, like look, he's sassy. He's a sassy robot. He goes through and he goes through life kind of cycles as well, which yeah. is it gives him a real kind of much uh, like the cycle on a washing machine. Dude. Yeah, there you go. And it it it's just ah, oh, the character is so good. So. Like I think also what like look the the, the uh, Brian is eccentric. Charles looks ridiculous, but it's the acting of the Charles both voice, yeah. which is so unique. Yeah, Charles Petrescu. Charles Petrescu. And but also the puppeteering yeah. of it because like the emotions they're able to convey yeah. with a washing machine and a mannequin head is fantastic. Yeah. The bit with the hulu skirt. Yeah, like there's just so many bits in it that are just, and I don't watch the trailer. 
Yeah. Because I watched the trailer after, it gives away all the good jokes. Yeah. Um, so definitely don't do that. But like, like I said, go find it and watch it. But um, it's just so sweet and so fun. Like I, I think my biggest, if I was to, I only gave it three and a half stars. Yeah. But I think the reason why is because you can tell it's a 12 minute movie, 12 minute short yeah. made into an hour and a half movie where yeah. a bit of it drags and you don't really know where it's going. And But again, it's all to do with those character interactions. Yeah. That's what makes it. And like, it's 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 just like the, even the, like the whole introduction to Brian at the beginning. It's it's all shot like a mon- mo- mockumentary, so yeah. you kind of get a bit of an insight to, to Brian and uh, kind of understanding his mind or his thought process behind things, and then just seeing Charles come into it and everything. It's just it's so sweet as well. It's like, so sweet. Yeah. It's such a like you you thought you turned to me and you thought I'd hate it. Yeah, I thought I honestly thought Gary was gonna like storm out like at halfway through. But, yeah. Um. No, it's just I like I don't want to say too much about it either because um, it's. It just like the the surprise we the surprise we got in the cinema was like it's just yeah, and I just remember at the start like every every once in a while it'd be just like a little bit of laughter yeah, and then it just got bigger and got bigger and mm-hmm. Charles would just start saying something and it was just people like actually laughing out loud yeah, um and we like if if anyone's been in Omniplex screen nine oh. I think it was a perfect place to see it as well except for the fucking person behind me that kept talking. Oh, I didn't notice that. Yeah, well, see, I I, I, I'm a cranky old man. I yeah, notice everything. Yeah, um, I just think this could have got lost if we were in a big city. Yeah, I think so. With, absolutely. Like, yeah, a lot of people kind of spread out. Um, but yeah, just but, try and find. But you know what's gas about it is like, and this is why I love the the Omni Pass thing. Who again? We are so not sponsored by. Yeah, <laughs> we'll make that very clear. Yeah, but it's just like we had we literally decided. I think maybe an hour before you text me at five o'clock, being like, "I might go see Brian Charles." And we just went. Yeah. And that's why I love the Omnipass thing. But also, again, would we have seen this movie if no, we didn't have the past? No. And I think that's what our duty and job is to tell you what's worth to yeah. go see. And I think Brian Charles. What you should watch instead of this? Nothing else. Just yeah. Brian Charles. Just go see Brian Charles. Um, so, yeah, like, I think what we. what If you can't clarify anything from that conversation, this is the best movie this month. Oh, yeah. Well, don't give that away. No, no. Just like. Ah, yeah. Objectively. Yes. Like, <laughs> Thor. DC League of Super Pets, all that stuff that was, you know, you, you'll see bill, billboards for it. Grey yeah. Man, you'll see, you know, ads on, on YouTube, you know, before your yeah. video of... You'll Mem- see sequels to all those, but will you see a sequel yeah. to Brian Charles? But, um, I hope so. No. Two Brian, two, two Charles. Two Charles, yeah. Uh, but yeah, just uh, like support movies like this because they definitely deserve it. Absolutely. Just, yeah, 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 yeah. 100%. Yeah. Um, and I think the um, peer review comes from Cinema Void. Three and a half stars. I wish my tummy was a washing machine so I could wash away all the tears I've shed for a cheeky robot named Charles Petrescu. Oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> um, but yeah, this... Di- <sighs> so best actor? Yeah. I didn't have to give it to Charles. I don't Charles. even know the actor's name. I know. <laughs> give me... We said he was, he was a voice actor, didn't you? I think so, yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, oh, it's just... And like, it's not that the stuff he's saying is particularly funny. It's, it's just... It's not... It's, it's not what he has to say, yeah. but how <laughs> he has to say it. Yeah, exactly. And uh, it's like, whatever whatever way they got it to like, just the pitch, oh, it was so... Yeah. Chris Hayward. Yeah, oh, congratulations, yeah. man. That was yeah. phenomenal. So good. Um, I'd love to say what... I'd love to see what you do next but if it's not another Brian Charles movie yeah. you can fucking fuck <laughs> sort off yourself, you sort yourself out yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah so well done Char- Chris Hay- Hayworth yeah come in your your costume yeah come in your arrive in your costume arrive in your costume and uh, we'll give you your award yeah we'll get you to beat up Rochelle <laughs> <laughs> um okay so yeah so that's our best actor worst actor and our blatant muck and um, 
I think we move on to our hidden gem because I think Brian Charles is definitely part of that. But there's mm-hmm. also another movie that um, maybe people might not have heard of, which is a movie on Netflix called The Sea Beast. Yeah. Now, again, I had no hopes for this. It, it was a movie on Netflix. I'd, I'd heard good things and like it's got like 94% Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. It's got um, Carl Urban. It's got um, the guy... From Chernobyl. Chernobyl. Yeah, I can't remember his name either. He's like the son of someone famous. I found this out recently. Wouldn't it be good if I gave you any more details than things he's been in? He was in Morbius. He was. Oh, fun fact. The girl who voices the girl in this is also in Morbius. It's a Morbius reunion. Oh, wow. <laughs> and so I'll tell you anything more about this movie than who's in it. But basically, it's a it's an animated movie. It's from Netflix. It's originally done by Sony, but Netflix like bought the distribution rights from it. And it's a movie about these, these sea beasts in the world, like big kind of Kraken-esque monsters. And they are kind of all over the oceans. And it's up to these hunters, uh, like basically pirates, to go and find them and hunt them down on behalf of the monarchy of the royals. And what happens then is this... That's an important point, the royals. The royals. (laughs) And what's important then... So yeah, and then what happens is there's this one big beast. It's red. It's called the something... What's the name of this beast? The Red Kraken. Is the Red... The Red Sea Beast. Yeah. Also, I, Dan Stevens is in this. I don't know who he voices. He? Yeah, I don't know who he voices, but according to Rotten Tomatoes, Dan Stevens is in this. There you go. Um, isn't it called the fucking... So, I'm just going to look this up because it's going to piss me off. Oh, first... Oh, yeah. So it's Jared Harris. Yeah, sorry. Is, I have that there as well. guy. Uh, but they're look, uh, they are looking to hunt down the big... Red Bluster? Is that Red it? Bluster, yeah, yeah, that's it. So it's called Red... Oh, yeah. So it's called Red Bluster and... The, cra- the royals are like, here, come here to me. We're after building a big ship to hunt down this big red sea beast that you can't kill. Uh, and then we're going to put all the hunters out of commission. And then um, Carl Urban <laughs> is like, hey, give us one more shot. We can definitely get this. And he's joined by this little girl who's a bit of a rebel. Maisie. Uh, Maisie, who is just like, I love the sea. I've been reading these stories all my life. I can't wait to be part of this sea beast business. And um, they go out to sea. And I didn't enjoy this movie, if you can tell. And they're great to see, and they go to hunt down the red beast, uh, the red bluster. But let's just say the red bluster is not what they expect it to be. And it is all about coming to terms with what is truly evil in this world. Oh, Gary. There you go. There you go. Um, Let me navigate that towards the end, eh? Yeah, that, congratulations. Thank it? you very much. Dodge a lot of I should, I should get an award every month. Gary um, says a sentence. So this is brought to you by the filmmaker Chris Williams, who also was a part of Moana, Big Hero 6, and the movie Bolt. Okay. Um, and I don't know if I'd put, I'd put it on those sort of levels. Like, I think Moana and Big Hero 6 are probably a step above this. But, Absolutely. Um, definitely in terms of, like, a Netflix movie, a de- Netflix animated movie, I think this is actually quite good. It's, it's like, it's... It's a fun time. Um, there's nothing unique about this. Like I, I, as we said in our reviews on on Letterbox, I think it's it's kind of the the mix of um, How to Train Your Dragon and Pirates of the Caribbean. Like they kind of those two different things kind of mix in together. Um, but what I will say is, look, the animation is grand. They they do. I think the story is while generic, it actually holds up quite well. Like yeah. there's, there's no point where you're like losing kind of focus on on what yeah what's the pace uh, is good yeah it, it, it works well that way um the thing that made it for me is is the bit at the end and i know you're gonna come out and say you know this is my anti kind of um, yeah establishment establishment thing but i think i think Let's just say the royals aren't all there yeah i think <laughs> it does it does bring that kind of a nice message or whatever of you know what is the yeah as you say what is truly evil or what 
what can we trust or whatever yeah. and, and I, I know like it, like sometimes they you gotta go out into the own world and experience something and make your own opinion on it I just feel no do you know what I, do you know what I was expecting at the end of this movie I was expecting that the red bluster would arrive at the kingdom okay and there'd be a big bit of a fight but then after all everyone be friends yeah whatever but that's not what happens they yeah. actually kind of a little bit do a little bit of a flip do a little bit yeah. of um, subvert, subverting expectation I, that's what I kind of enjoyed yeah. um, but as, as I said I think this is a Netflix movie nice little Netflix movie for uh, families and stuff but probably nothing more than that yeah and I think the animation wise it's fine yeah. I thought I th- the Sea Beast itself the Red Bluster was not very detailed it was very like flat, flat I felt yeah. Um, yeah there is other Sea Beasts that are kind of a little bit more they're for a shorter period yeah. of time so therefore yeah. you can kind of add some more detail to that but yeah. if you have one monster that's in the whole thing you yeah. kind of make it smoother so you don't have to add much texture and yeah, stuff exactly, yeah exactly um, but I thought the voice acting was fine like I just felt like everything was fine about it yeah do you know what I mean fair, yeah. but like again I said this to you earlier where I was like if this was Pixar or Disney or um, Illumination or Warner Brothers Animation I'd be like this has been phoned in yeah. but if the fact that it's a studio who don't do much trying to like establish themselves I'm yeah. like you know what stepping stone yeah fine d- yeah. D- it didn't I didn't actively hate it and I actively hate a lot of stuff so I was like <laughs> fair play to you do you know what I mean I could have easily found something about this movie I didn't like but I didn't because I'm the true evil. <laughs> Congratulations. I should get an award for that. Um, but yeah, and in terms of uh, the peer review, it comes from somebody whose name I wrote down here somewhere. It comes from Brian. It says, How to train your Moana of the Caribbean. Really fun, a true surprise. Yeah. Uh, and for what you watch watching dead, one of those. <laughs> yeah, go watch Moana. Moana's, have Moana. you seen Moana? Yeah. That's good crack, isn't it? Good time, yeah. Um, the Rock's good, isn't it? See, I don't like The Rock. You don't like The Rock? Ah, he's just getting my nerves, man. Yeah, no, Especially after tonight. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, go watch go watch Moana. Moana's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, but also, yeah, another kind of thing, just very briefly as well, just when you said Moana and Big Hero 6, those were able to build the world really interesting, whereas I felt like the world in this was kind of like, fine. I thought they, I yeah. thought they built a good, a good kind of um, community around the, the hunters and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, I suppose. I, like, know, I just didn't like, click with me the, obviously like different ships or whatever and one ship has to save another ship and stuff yeah. like that but um, no nah, like it, it, it's fine the fact that it's only it's what is it one hour it's worth 58 is it yeah I know it doesn't seem like that to me I know anyway. um, but yeah the fact that it's on Netflix for me again I just I, I never really have huge expectations for, for movies like this so yeah. I, maybe that's why I, uh, I just have it a wrong glow yeah and then in terms of you know other, other hidden gems then I wouldn't say there's anything else other than Brian and Charles no, but, I mean it's this and Brian. Or sorry, Sea Beast and Brian and Charles. Yeah, uh, like I didn't see a huge amount of advertising for the Sea Beast even on Netflix. Like, yeah. it's just kind of there. So, but like another war for Brian Charles. Oh, I mean, like, Brian, get over here! We're having a party. <laughs> yeah. It's Brian, Anna de Armas, Richard John Page, uh, Charles. Oh, yeah, in costume. In costume, or else you're out of here. You just go if you show up as Chris Hayward. You're not like getting let in. We don't know who you are. You're not on the list. Unless you're saying funny words. <laughs> Charles Francesco. Um, you can get out of here. Uh, okay, right. Four down, two to go. We're doing movie of the month, movie of the month. Movie of the month. We have re- we've uh, our two nominees are the Grey Man, and yeah. the other one is the Minions: The Rise of Gru. Yeah. Okay, so do you want to do Minions or I do Minions? No, you go on ahead. Okay, fine. I think it. <sighs> okay, yeah. I'll do Minions. So, Minions the Rise of Gru, why did we watch this movie? Because I wanted to see boys in suits. <laughs> there was the gentle minion trend on TikTok 
where boys were going at, boys and girls, but predominantly boys because boys are stupid, <laughs> were showing up in cinemas dressed in suits going to see Minions The Rise of Gru to the point where cinemas were banning people in suits going to see the Minions The Rise of Gru and to the point where Omniplex were like two weeks behind and ended up having a gentle minions viewing of minions which nobody went to because it was too late yeah. uh, not the day just for the trend yeah. tiktok is a fast business so there was a lot of hype about this movie it was been on the shelf for two years and the minions movies just print cash uh, the Despicable yeah. Me movies do that as well so this movie is a sequel to minions which I also watched and <laughs> I don't like these movies but look they're not for me as you said before these movies are not for me they're not for you they're for some people Maybe Charles. Charles would enjoy it. Charles would enjoy Minions, wouldn't he? Yeah. Yeah, he'd have a good time. He'd have a good time. But, um, so this movie is all about... <laughs> what the fuck is this movie about? So, uh, the Minions are with Young Gru, and Young Gru wants to join, like, this... Um, League of Super League Villains. of Super Villains called, like, the Disastrous Five... Dangerous Dastardly. Five. Dangerous Six? Sure, yeah. Something like this. Uh, <laughs> they're after an egg. So, they, uh, so, what happens is he has to steal some amulet, which they have to show that he is just as good of a superhero as them. But he's supervillain. Supervillain, sorry. But he is teaming up with another guy, with another supervillain who was kicked out of this Super League of Villains thing. And it's all about them coming together to get this amulet to prove that he's the best supervillain. And then the supervillains want the amulet to do a thing on Chinese New Year to get superpowers. Something like that. Something like that. Something like that. This movie is not for us. No. Um, but look, what it is, what it is good, good animation. Yeah. Uh, very, very good animation. Uh, yeah. Really solid. I love that they, they also invented a new minion. What was his name? Otto. Otto, because like, there's money. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> They're just like, we've got the three main, like yeah. Kevin, Bob and... The other one, uh, Charles. Oh. <laughs> and, uh, they're like, yeah, I know when they print money with that. Yeah. Like, can't blame them for it. Story is fine. I think the animation can be cool at times. I like the world as Big Me. I really like the cool ships and the gadgets. Like, that's mm. all really cool stuff. Uh, and this movie kind of has that, of course. The story is fine. Generic enough, um, yeah. I think what disappointed me the most, and that's kind of hard to do with a Binion's movie, but... The voice acting, I just thought everyone was grand in it. Nobody really stood out as like... Like, when you compare it to DC League of Super yeah, Pets... there wasn't like, any significant... Do you know what I mean? Yeah, significant um, attitude for each character. Yeah, it was like, just like... Alan oh. Arkin's in this? Yeah. I'm just like... You, no, you couldn't... I, I couldn't think back and be like, this person was good in that. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think it's... it's um, they didn't put their spin on it, yeah. So that was a bit disappointing. But look, not for me. Yeah. I think, like... Personally, I think, like, most of this was, was kind of... Um, childish enough but there was points in it where I was like that's kind of funny you know yeah there were, some, yeah, there were bits I laughed at yeah. and then thought to myself oh I hate myself <laughs> oh god what happened ah no there was bits that they definitely put in for parents and stuff like that where like the, the minions do stupid stuff and yeah and it's set in the enough. 70s so there's obviously yeah. like reference the, the tunes in this very good tunes yeah very good tunes um, yeah. but they were they obviously put some 70s references in so adults would be like hey I remember that? that yeah yeah. Uh, it's an hour and a half love that <laughs> Get through that quickly. Get through that quickly. Speed through it. Get out of the box. Although at, at this stats. at this stage, um, parents of children, the parents of children be in their seventies. Yeah, but they understand it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I suppose. It's like the way I didn't go through the seventies, but like I know my dad did, and like a lot of obviously stuff that he liked. Yeah, you know. I saw Dave Bowie. I'm like, he liked Dave Bowie. I think still no one again for his birthday ever. <laughs> Socks. A wallet. <laughs> a wallet. <laughs> the usual. Um. But yeah, this is just it's it's children's movie. Yeah. Not for us. Not for us. But look, great stick on for kids. Stick it on for the kids. Um, I also see that's maybe that's the problem though. You're you're saying it's the good thing that it's an hour and a half. 
Stick this on for the kids. You want that as long as you can. Yeah, but the kids are going to be bored. Are they going to lose? Lose. Um, um, this has definitely been in the middle of a bit of a lull. Yeah. Before the big thing at the end. The big thing at the end, yeah. Yeah, because you know the way they go to... Uh, they go to somewhere, and then they leave, and then they come back, and it's gone. What? The, the building. The building. Oh, yeah, the building. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I thought was a bit weird, like the... Oh, well, Michelle Yeoh's in this. Michelle Yeoh's in it. That's she's on a bit role. weird. Yeah, I know, but she's on a roll. She's also in Pause of Fury, which we didn't cover. What's that? You remember the movie on Paramount Plus? No, it's on Paramount Plus. It's pa- Pause of Fury. It's some shite. It like looks. It like look at it and you'd be like, that looks bad. Right. I don't know. Uh, who else? Uh, uh, what's her name? T- Taraji P Henson. Yeah, she's the main bad guy in it. She's fine. Like yeah. Jean Claude Van Damme's in it. Russell yeah, Crowe, Dolph Lundgren, like, Russell Crowe. Did I say Russell Crowe? I meant Russell Brand. Russell Brand. RZA. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's fine. I don't want to talk about this anymore. No, Go watch. Um, yeah, so I think one for me, Schindler's List. Um, <laughs> like, I'm just saying, like, if you're not going to in the mood for Minions, Schindler's List is great. I watched it recently and I had a really good time with it. Not obviously, like, enjoyed what was happening, but, like, it's a really important movie. And I think if your kids aren't up for Minions, Schindler's List. I concur. Uh, and the peer review then comes from do I even have one for this oh yeah uh, this one's Kynan one star Minions the Rise of Gru is the cinematic equivalent of rattling keys to distract a baby <laughs> exactly yeah oh, um, so that. yeah like, look we nominate it for Poovy but we don't think it's the worst one no but we also give it to the great man oh yeah the worst so that's getting visible garbage and Poovy of the month and worst actor that's a triple, triple badness for the grey man. Yeah, it is. No, actually, I don't know. Fuck, that's a bit harsh, isn't it? It yeah. is the worst movie. Yeah, it's a visible garbage, though. Yeah, it is. It no, is visible give it garbage. To it. Give it to Triple, triple winners. We've never seen it before. Oh, no. Um, it, I don't think no one that'll ever happen again. <laughs> and movie that one's probably Brian and Charles. <laughs> There's nothing else to talk about now. Minions. Yeah, we've talked it? about everything. Oh, there we go. Um, no, movie in the month. Okay, we have nominated. Nominated is Brian Charles, Where the Crawdads Sing, and DC League of Superfans. See, I think if there was, if anyone else was um, picking the winners, actually, you know what? If if different people were picking the winners, I think there will be different winners. I don't think there's an outright winner this month. Like well, objectively, I don't think like there's anything there. No, like I think like objectively, Brian Charles is a better movie. Yeah, but we. Objectively, we think subjectively, we think it's a better movie. <laughs> this is true. Well, like, look, I, I, like, I. This is why I was so annoyed when Nope is out in September. Because yeah. if Nope was here, I don't know if it would win, but like, it would definitely give us more. Yeah, it nice give us more to talk about. about yeah, um, and there's movies we didn't cover, like Persuasion. Didn't yeah. cover that. That looked awful. There's a movie called Le- Joy. Lily watched that for us. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Actually, yeah. Here's a peer review from Lily. Yeah, peer review from Lily on Persuasion. One star. The character assassination of Anne Elliot. This has ruined my birthday, summer holiday, Halloween, Christmas and New Year. When will we get the persuasion we deserve? We ask ourselves that every day. Big words, big words. It's also going to be the name of this podcast. What? Give, us, give us the persuasion we give want. The persuasion we With want. Gary and David. <laughs> um, but no, I think between the Academy... Yeah, we have to go to the one... Th- what did I say? How many? 1,500 million? No, I didn't like. I think it's pretty obvious. Ah, yes. Two of us, like, it's, there's know. only one answer. And the minions are kind of swaying me, David. They're making good arguments. Uh, yeah, Brian Charles. So, are we saying now that the like Brian and Charles has won three awards, and, and the Grey the Man, Man three awards? That's yeah. never happened before. I know. That's a huge. Like, this, it, it also shows how shit this month was. Yeah, that everything's so very in the middle. Very um, and like, I add uh, what well, I added up our reviews. Like our, the scores we give all the movies, and like this is our worst worst month for both of us. Mm. And I think I was actually gay. I was a bit harsher on it. I had a bad month just in general, and then this made it worse. Yeah, 
Um, but if you've learned anything from this podcast, go, go find Brian and Charles. Go find them and tell them we say hello. But let's look ahead because there's there's also some more bad movies on the way. Oh, I can't wait. Uh, no, we're starting next August. August has so like two ones I'm very excited for. Yeah. One being Bullet Train. Oh, can't uh, Directed by the John uh, Wick dude. It's got Brad Pitt in it. It's not a Bullet Train. It looks like it's fun action. Yeah. Great cast. It could be bad, but it looks like it'll definitely be something. Yeah, it's 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 one of those things that it's taking a shot yeah. whether it'll hit the target. Who knows? Looks like a nice guys for me. That kind of level of yeah, uh, bit tongue in cheek. Yeah, I'd love awesome. to see it. Uh, so that's out August third in cinemas. Uh, Prey August fifth. Yeah, Predator prequel set in like the when is uh, it? Uh, Three hundred years ago. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah, and it's in the Comanche Nation. Yeah, that that. I just love the idea of it. Yeah. I love that they went with it because they clearly run out of road with what what they want to do with Predator. Oh, absolutely. Set... I don't know if you saw Predator the last one. Horrendous. Predator the last one? Yeah, no, do you know what I mean? Um, Predator. No, with Shane Black? Yeah. No, I didn't watch Horrendous. it. Horrendous. I think you watched it and said it was bad and it. I was like, no. I maybe. watched it in a cinema in Kuala Lumpur because I was too hot. Where? Kuala Lumpur. Where's that? It's Malaysia. Oh, very nice. It was too hot. Oh, there you had go. to go into an air-conditioned cinema. <laughs> yeah, I respect for that. two hours. Uh, also, August 5th, Amazon Prime, we've got 13 Lives, which is the film... So the film chronicles the events of the 2018 Swam Luang Cave Rescue that saw a junior football team and their coach trapped in a cave for a period of 18 days. Colin Farrell going for his second gazzy. Co- he might get it. He might get it. I, I, it's so hard to say. Imagine that. Two guesses in one year. You know you're on the right track to Hollywood fame with that. Uh, Colin Farrell's in it. Uh, Viggo Mortensen's in it. And it's directed by Ron Howard. Yeah. Like that's... I don't I've know. i hearing good things. I wonder if this is why Gary says the movie's going to be good and it ends up being bad. No, I've been hearing good things. Good good talent attached. Yeah. I'm excited to see what it is. Yeah. Um, then we, uh, August 12th. Nope. Next Jordan Peele movie. I only yeah. recent, you told me to get out and watch us. Yeah. I've already got out. I haven't watched us yet. Um, but I really like to get out. So um, I'm excited for Nope and all the talent involved: Stephen oh, yeah. Young, uh, Daniel Kaluuya, uh, Kiki Palmer, who was recently in Lightyear, and another thing. I forget. Um, we got Fall. Have you seen this? Don't know what that is. Oh, do I have to read the whole thing? No, just give me. A... It looks like someone. Okay, let me find. Wait, the tell bit. me who's in it. Uh, nobody you know oh. Jeffrey Dean Morgan and two people I don't know Grace Caroline Curry and Virginia Gardner so oh, for best friends uh, Becky and Hunter life is all about conquering fears and pushing limits but after they climb 2,000 feet to the top of a remote abandoned radio tower they find themselves stranded with no way down now Becky and Hunter's expert climbing skills will be put to the ultimate test as they desperately fight to survive the elements a lack of supplies and vertigo vertigo inducing heights in this adrenaline fueled thriller co-starring Jeffrey Dean Morgan uh, you've seen Everest I haven't been myself no I haven't the movie uh, it sounds like that yeah like it just it looks but like it looks like a kind of 127 hours where it's like okay. just two people in an environment kind of thing yeah. I don't know if it's coming out as you can tell I've really kind of scraped after those I kind of scraped the barrel because yeah. I don't know if I'm going to watch all these but I'm going to talk about them because oh fuck they're not on a mountain no they're on top of radio terror sorry I got that they're like a desert uh, then we've got a movie on um the streaming service that definitely don't sponsor is Paramount Plus August 12th as well a lot of movies coming out on August 12th Secret Headquarters so it's basically while hanging out after school Charlie and his friends discover the headquarters of the world's most powerful superhero hidden beneath his home oh, when villains attack they must team up to defend the headquarters and save the world it looks awful it's got yeah. Owen Wilson in it it's got Michael Peña it's got a kid oh it's got the kid from The Adam Project and one of the kids from Good Boys it looks like Spy Kids and Iron Man it's not your man Jacob Tremblay. No, it's no, the Seattle. it's the um the guy with the flat top. Uh, yeah. He was good in it though. Anyway, he doesn't look great in this. Um, look, I'm just talking about it because I might not have a lot of movies to talk about next month, so this might get talked about just for 
The shits and giggles. Did you hear that? You might get talked about. <laughs> might get talked about. Tell your friends. See, I'm uh, trying to see if uh, do you know why Rotten Tomatoes usually puts up like. See, it's all to do with American and Irish. See, this is the annoying thing where sometimes Irish cinemas don't tell me what's coming out, so I'm just going off uh, a lot of streaming services here. Another one from Netflix, Day Shift, August 12th. It's got Jamie Fox. He's working as a vampire hunter with James Franco. Oh yeah, it is. It yeah. looks James Franco. Yeah, David Franco. Dave Franco. Yeah, yeah. yeah sorry. And it's got Snoop Dogg in it. Could be fun. It could be fun. It's a Netflix movie. Could also be Project Power. It could be. Fucking hate that movie. So that's another movie on the horizon. Emily the Criminal looks kind of interesting. It's all about this um, woman who is trying to pay back her college debt, and she gets like fired from her job or something oh, like that. Anti-establishment. Anti-st- it is pretty anti-establishment. Where then she's um, she's involved with this like credit card scam, but then she kind of gets a taste for um, what you call it crime and then becomes Emily the Criminal but then it maybe gets a bit in over her head it's got Audrey Plaza in it oh, in a non-comedy yeah. role so I'm kind of interested in that yeah. uh, and then finally the last one I have here is Orphan First Kill which is the prequel to the Orphan movie also on Paramount Plus August 19th but it's the same actress playing the kid 10 years on pass yes <laughs> I just said this for anyone who likes horror as you can see scraping the barrel yeah most excited for Bullet Train and Nope Oh yeah, I'm looking for stuff on Rotten Tomatoes here. No, so there's another movie which might be coming out, which is three thousand years something, three thousand years of longing. Ugh. I don't know. It's uh, George Miller, cool, Bad Max Fury Road guy, and Idris Elba, and um, yeah, we'll see. And Tilda Swinton, oh Beast as well, Idris Elba and Charlotte Copley in Sydafrica, uh, chasing a wild beast. See, Lucy. <laughs> What? Steve, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, so I think that's 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 what we have ahead of us, and that's what we have behind us. I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm, I, I'm definitely look. We'll start the month off right with nope. Yeah, and then we're going on holidays to we're relax. Going on holidays. Yeah, I don't know when we're going to get time to do this next one. We're going to talk about that. Doing holidays? I think we're doing holidays because our friends are off doing another thing, and we should stay behind and do and this. do this. Let's do that. Stay inside. Stay inside. Away from the sun. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Uh, well, look, ladies and gentlemen, until next time, thank you so much for listening. But again, what we would love you to do is, um, if, you, if you're watching any new movies next month, either ones we've mentioned or ones we haven't mentioned, um, slide into those DMs on Instagram. And just the reading of the previous one, not my personal one. Don't be a creep. Uh, but what you call it. Let me know what you're watching, what you think of it, because it influences both what we watch but also I guess how we think of things because um, you know like sometimes when you watch a movie and you hear someone else's view on it it either like gives you a different perspective or just like makes you not want to go home for family dinner uh, in a while because of you know certain views towards the grey man um, which received all of the bad awards this month (laughs) and um, so yeah so please so either on like I said Instagram and at reading in the peers or on Letterboxd follow myself or David and um, smash that five stars on Spotify Please and thank you. Do it. Do your it homework. Um, but yeah, David, anything else to sign off on for the month of July? Um, no, as Gary said, if you have any suggestions or if you have anything you're looking forward to or anything that you enjoyed, let us know. Not even about movies. Yeah. If you've any exciting life things coming yeah. up. You've got a christening coming up, maybe a wedding. Or even if it was a movie that like had been out like ages and you yeah. saw it. Yeah, like because I'll tell you what, a great movie got re- recommended to me it's called Triple Or. Yeah. And that looks wild. Can't wait to three, go back and watch three it. Three hours, man. Three hours, I'll find time with that. How long is the flight to where we're going on holidays? Four hours? Is it? I think so. Oh, wow. There you go. Right, so we should leave it there. Uh, it's going to be a long flight. <laughs> but you know what I might do instead? 
Might watch Brian Charles four times. <laughs> exactly. Good time. Uh, right, Mr. Scanlon, thank you as always for coming back and doing this. And for everyone listening, very much appreciate it. And until next time, you better have watched Brian and Charles because it's all we're going to ever talk about. Right, let's wrap this up. Take it easy. Goodbye. Bye.